0: Welcome to our podcast, for generations in Family Business, Past, Present, and Future. Our hosts for this podcast are myself, Tim Schuster, and I'm a manager in the Center for Family Business Excellence. And as always... Hey,
1: it's Matt Kersner. I'm a senior manager for the Center for Family Business Excellence. Matt, good to see you here today. You as well, Tim. Thanks for uh, being who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it as always, my (laughs) friend, and for you as well. Thank you.
0: For the last podcast, as a reminder to our listeners, we were talking about um, the, the the diagnostic model and rewarding HR functions. Uh, this one, we're actually going to be doing a little bit more of a deep dive on
1: developing the HR
0: function. So, Matt, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about developing the HR function?
1: Yeah, it's it, you know, and just for clarity, uh, Tim, it's it's really developing the human resources, right? Developing mm-hmm. our people. Uh, Developing our resources to maximize our potential in the workplace. Makes sense. And you know, uh, last time we talked, you know, the last two podcasts we talked about how do you hire and acquire human resources, and then we talked about, you know, how do you recognize, you know, set that expectation, monitor, and and you know, give feedback for you know, improvement or feedback for recognition. Right. We we talked about those things. So this is really building off of that. And you know, once you have talent and you start giving feedback, you want to make sure that they're growing, right? Yeah, that, exactly. And, and, you know, the organization has specific needs that they need a skilled workforce, but the employees also have this need to have, you know, purpose, purpose in their jobs. So it's really important for organizations to really spend quality time and resources and capital, money, mm-hmm. to invest in their employees. So it's really critical to do that. And there's many different ways to, uh, for an employee to develop in the workplace. So how do you do that, actually? I'm, yeah. You led into a phenomenal question, actually. <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's a couple of them that I, that I like to talk a little bit about. The first one is there's nothing more powerful than working with an employee to have them create their own individual developmental plan. You know, we ask those questions during the performance reviews or – you don't even like the word performance reviews. Performance or just discussions, it's, right?
0: Just performance check-ins. Just even, check-ins, really, right? right? Just right. It's sure a, check-ins, all all right?
1: Yeah, it should be really those informal co- – I call them informal coffee talks, right, where you have conversation. And the employees start saying, you know, this is what I want to do. These are the goals that I want to work on, both professionally and personally, and working with their manager. And then putting this, you know, plan together. What are the formal – classes they can take what are the people they could be mentored both formally informally you know how do you develop this path of progression where you know in the next three years these are some major milestones i always caution don't take the super highway take the back roads and actually learn the job the individual developmental plan can help connect the dots to learn what you need to learn on that path of progression that makes sense right another one is you know when you do a performance check-in and you start talking about, you know, you know, Tim, tell me about your strengths and areas that you need to improve on, it's really honing in on those areas of improvement. Yeah, exactly. And then finding out what those gaps are and then finding a different, diverse way of getting the skills that you need. Again, formal training, uh, informal discussions with people that have the skill sets, like an informal mentor. Um, on-the-job training is by far the best experience, the, the best thing that a manager or a leader of an organization can do is say, you know, Tim, it's okay to make a mistake mm-hmm. because you actually learn so much more from making mistakes and learning from them. So part of the on-the-job training is allowing people to make some mistakes and then learning from those mistakes. Well, you know what's
0: good, too, about that, Matt? We have the ability, then, at that point, that we get closer to as a connection, you know? Like, if you're my manager, and I'm your subordinate, Mm -hmm. um, and we're going through this process, and say, you know, hey, Matt, hey, Tim, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And acknowledging those weaknesses and us coming together and having mm-hmm. that better connection too will make us a more cohesive unit too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I actually do an activity um, with my clients when we're talking about you know uh, developing their, their workforce. And I use an exercise called keep doing, start doing and stop doing. And it's a really simple exercise to one, figure out what gaps are out there, what training is needed. So what I do is I'll say, you know, Tim, uh, you know, what is something that you do really well, and what do you want to continue doing? Mm -hmm. So here's the question: What do you do really well, Tim? One behavior that you do really well.
0: I love these podcasts. There you go. (laughs) So So, by default, keep up that work. Yeah.
1: So I would say one of your super strengths is is your verbal communication. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, the more Tim can get in front of people and develop his skills by doing verbal communication. Keep doing that. Makes sense, right? So that's the keep doing. Yep. So now let's stay on the theme of communication. What is something that you're not doing in the area of communication that you could be doing better? Well, talking
0: about me from a daytime perspective, at least, you know, we had recent tax reform. So as there's new rules and regulations being put out there, it's staying on top of them. Ah. So that's something that can always be doing and improving based upon the fact that, well, I'll be honest, Congress still is trying to get their act together on okay. it. Uh, so, so we can so take time with that. That's
1: perfect. So with that start doing, right, this is the, the gap analysis and the on-the-job training and possibly mentorship What do you need to do in order to to start that activity? Exactly. So what I would do in that
0: instance is, Subscribe to RSS feeds as there are things coming through. Um, as the firm's putting out communication, if there's people that are hearing things or not. Actually having conversations with other members of the firm because how I'm interpreting things versus how other people are interpreting things might be two different ways of doing, interpreting a rule actually. Mm-hmm. you know, So it's having that communication with other accountants per se, uh, and just keeping in the loop as to what's going on in the world, having a pulse on that, because that's gonna separate, differentiate us versus another accountant.
1: That's great. And then the last one here is what are you doing that's actually getting in your way to being a better communicator that you need to stop doing? Ah, okay, so that could be taking on too much. So, you know, if I'm in the middle of trying
0: to handle five different clients at one time, it's like, oh my gosh, how do I figure out how to prioritize one over the other, especially if you have five people asking you for something right now? So it's kind of going through that process and say, okay, let's prioritize what I need to do in the next hour maybe the next you know four hours, maybe by the end of the day today, what has to get done? Mm-hmm. You know, and that could be a way to help with communication with clients and just making sure everyone is, is happy with the service that we're providing. Yep.
1: So this simple, ex- thank you, by the way. Oh, my pleasure, of so course. So this simple exercise of keep doing, start doing, stop doing, when you do this with every employee, right? And this is not like this big thing. This is like over coffee and you, you know, employees can do a self-evaluation of this activity, work with their supervisor. Then it could get cascaded up to the company. So now you have a list of all the employees, all the things that they want to keep doing, start doing, stop doing. You could do a simple gap analysis and figure out what areas people need to be working on. And that right there could be your 2019 plan for developing your human resources. How many people have these super strengths that could mentor others? How many people need to start something? These are lunch and learns. These are formal training activities. And then the stop doing, I call it the money shot, is that is where the supervisors can work with the employees to ha- over a cup of coffee to say, how are you doing in these areas? Exactly. You know, have, how, Did you stop those behaviors? Yes, yes, are you working on this? And yeah. then have the
0: check-ins. I mean, that's the big thing, right? Holding people accountable to say, this is our goals as an organization, your personal goals, organizational goals. Are you having the check-ins and making sure you're keeping up with it? Mm Because accountability is
1: half of it as well, too. That's right. So those are great activities. And... uh You know, it's a very powerful, simple, but powerful tool to help develop human resources. Makes sense. Is there a way, Matt, to link this back to the strategic roadmap? Yeah, yeah, absolutely (laughs) it is. So, you know, with the strategic roadmap, we talked about the mission, vision, the, you know, the values of the organization, what are the major goals of the organization? So when you have these major goals that you're trying to get everybody rowing in the right direction, well, obviously you have to make sure you have solid workforce that has the skills to get you to where you have to go so when we talk about growing the business operating efficiency and then we're talking about people development we have to remember our most important asset to an organization is what tim the people you got it Mm -hmm. so spend the quality time developing your human resources and watch the magic happen I love it. I think that's great.
0: Matt, thanks again, as always, for being here today. And thank you for listening to Generations in Family Business, Past, Present, and Future, as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. If you have any questions or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, email us at contact at EisnerAmper.com. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. We look forward to have you listening on our next Eisner Amper podcast.